Thank you for joining XR Om, which is India's first ARVR focused podcast. And today I'm delighted on to have with me Mr. Tariq Mohammed, who's an award-winning immersive media specialist and chief creative officer at Overview Collective. His background is film production, marketing, and advertising. He's also the director and producer of the highly successful virtuality travel and educational series called Escape Now, which has over 100,000 subscribers and more than 17 million combined views so tarik really really appreciate you taking time being part of the podcast yeah, all my guests for having me <laughs> what i try to do is you know get a brief introduction and, and then we can sure. jump dive yeah please definitely um thank you again i'm really honored to be here and part of this um conversation um so yeah you kind of touched on a little bit of my background but essentially i'm a immersive media content creator filmmaker um really focused on 360 video um and i've been doing this for like really around the time uh that vr started to kind of gain some steam in 2015 i got uh, a 6 gopro rig and i you know that at the time they had these 3d printed uh thing that you could just stick in the the gopros and so i started with that and it was uh, it was uh it was been quite a journey since then because you know the technology has really caught up but yeah my background is in advertising as well so i started to like merge the two vr marketing advertising and so i've worked with a lot of different types of brands uh documentaries um for unicef and showcasing different experiences for uh brand building and brand awareness and um so we're just continually evolving just like the technology is evolving so i'm looking into other spaces to take vr into um and of course everyone's talking about the metaverse and uh you know it's been around for a while but i'm you know that's partly the focus i'm going as well as well as uh training using vr for training purposes around um the green jobs So a lot of these skills that are really missing can really be amplified using virtual reality, augmented reality uh to prepare the next generation for these jobs of the future. Um and so there's lots of different things there but um yeah just um I'm really excited to be here. completely appreciate the honors completely mine so you mentioned that you are a filmmaker your background is in advertising marketing and you started with 360 deg- degrees were uh, uh, vr f- filmmaking and you have done extensive extensive work in the space of content creation which is documentary training and and obviously the escape now channel which we'll talk about talk to us about what got you excited what what was the that the spark that kind of you know i mean drove you to look into virtual reality film and maybe you could also possibly address address the challenges of 2015 because you're one of the early movers um i think the spark really was um i don't know i saw a video on youtube and it was kind of like a very cheesy uh horror kind of thing someone was in their bed and they were trying to go to sleep and then in the dark you could interact with the video and you could like look around and i just a light bulb went off and i thought that this was definitely something that i wanted to be involved in further um especially i think 
I'm kind of on the older end of <laughs> the spectrum of when when I say like filmmaking. So I graduated uh, from film school back in 2007. So since then, a lot of technology has really like cameras have really evolved. And so I kind of felt a little bit out of the loop. So when I saw this, I saw an opportunity to dive right in and figure out how to make these types of stories within a 360 sphere. And I love traveling. So travel seemed like the obvious um, uh, equation to adding these two things together. And uh, so I started taking a lot of different trips on my own dime and capturing my travels throughout uh, the pyramids of Egypt, Paris, London. Um, and so that was very exciting for me to be able to really bring people along a journey as well. Um, and I think, um, you know, some of the challenges within that was really figuring the stitching software. A lot of these things was still kind of in these nascent uh, stages. And so really trying to kind of figure and navigate through all of that was definitely a challenge. Uh, you have seven different cameras or even 16 different cameras in some cases <laughs> and trying to put all that footage together and syncing it and like getting the stitch lines correct. Uh, and thankfully a lot of the, the tech has caught up with that aspect of it. So, you know, it's a lot easier these days. But uh, I'd say another challenge was um, the price range as well. Figuring out how to buy a camera can cost thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, so that was also one obstacle um, that I had to figure out. And then ultimately, like how to make money from doing these things was another challenge and figuring out what are the different brands that will benefit from a VR experience. And that really led to the founding of Overview Collective uh, with my wife and I actually. And we saw a need for, we brought both of our backgrounds together to really formulate a game plan and a strategy to take everything that we learned and the challenges, the obstacles, the experiences, and figure out how best to tell a story with VR. Virtual reality has evolved so beautifully. So I, I've been invested in virtual reality since uh, almost around the same time, 2015, I kind of discovered virtual reality. And like I mentioned, I mean, we built a, a, two, uh, a 16 camera rig and our first uh, uh, job was for travel. It, it was this app called Resort, it, it's there on Oculus. And they wanted to capture luxury resorts in stereoscopic VR and they wanted to start shooting uh, uh, resorts all over India and then maybe maybe go uh, you know abroad and catch all the luxury resorts in its glory you know so you could put the end user like you know give them a lifetime opportunity of experiencing a resort and then urging them possibly to take a step and go visit it, it physically so yeah, it, it, it's it's in such an exciting space and I'm excited for where it's going. But I think you spoke, I, I mean, you, you said you, while you were putting all this together, you wanted to figure how could this make money? And I, I guess that's such a important point for all creators to, uh, I mean, keep that 
and hold that as as a, a main thing because i i think a lot of time i think creators do not have the sense of business or they always get cheated by either producers or, or, or stuff like that talk to us about escape now was it all planned in your head did you imagine <clears throat> or foresee that it would be such a success mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i mean I, i think going to your point about the the creators figuring out the business side of it i think that's also a where i struggle a little bit because i'm so caught up in i would say i'm an artist you know i have a filmmaking background marketing and so the business sense was key as well and so i think surrounding oneself with the right people having a team that knows that side of things was very crucial as well in in the success and different successes that i found uh throughout and um I mean, so I would say that's the key point is just have a team, have people that know these things, business development, um, you know, because you can't do everything yourself, no matter how much you try. Uh, it can get very overwhelming. You know, when you go out there and you look on YouTube and you look on Oculus, a lot of these travel experiences are fragmented. And so this was an opportunity to kind of have more of a centralized focus to these travel experiences and so i saw that at the time and i really focused in on it and it didn't really honestly it was sort of taking off a little bit here and there but when covid hit that's really where it, the channel blew up because everyone was stuck at home and imagining that they could travel and so they would come across the Paris experience, for example, which was one of my more successful one on YouTube. And uh, they would just really resonate with it. And and a lot of people, for it was their first time seeing a 360 video in the comments, they would mention that, wow, like I didn't even know that when you move your phone or you move the finger, like what is going on? My mind is blown. I I kind of, I had a feeling, but I didn't realize that it was going to go, take off the way that it did. And it really helped me to kind of see that there was a need for this. And it led to um, branching out to educational uh, services as well. So I've licensed out a lot of these experiences to companies, organizations that utilize VR for educational purposes, um, as well as um, branched out to uh, nursing homes. So I've worked with a few companies as well where they showcase these experiences to people in nursing homes, giving them a sense, a different sense of life because they're always stuck in this routine and being able to showcase that uh, was very key to their happiness, if you will. Um, so it really is something that is continually evolving. And I'm just very grateful that people have resonated with it and, uh, you know, trying to find my own voice within this sphere of, of experiences as well. So, so having a guided tour where I basically am your host and I take you along with me to these different places. Um, it's something that has, you know, really helped me to connect with people as well, even virtually. 
Lovely. How cool is that? You know, I mean, I, I love traveling and I saw a couple of videos and I must say they're like beautifully captured, you know. So, Thank you. So maybe, maybe talk to us about some experiences, you know, I mean, some places that you shot. And then you mentioned that now you're branching out into educational series and nursing homes. So maybe you could also address like what comes next? What, what, what are the plans ahead for Escape Now? That's a good question. That's kind of what I'm trying to figure out, actually. But I think um, staying focused on the the travel side is definitely where I'd like to continue with with Escape. Now, obviously, it is a travel series, but bringing more people along this journey that don't have the opportunity to do so. Um, so, in terms of what's next, I would say definitely more educational outreach, utilizing it for social studies, utilizing it for history even, um, for health, wellness, people able to putting on a headset during pain treatments at the hospital, these types of, uh, these types of experiences will be helpful in that. Um, I think one of the most exciting ones I'd say is the pyramids of Egypt. I think because it's just so like when you think the pyramids automatically, <laughs> it's already like, wow. And so when you're able to experience it for yourself. And when I was there, there was barely anybody around. I don't, I don't know. I think it was right around after the Arab Spring. So tourism still hadn't picked up right away. So I pretty much had the whole area to myself and so it, it feels very intimate as well and I, a lot of people that have watched it they're they say the same thing like wow did you have them shut down the whole place for you and i was like <laughs> but and, and then that that sense of quiet and really you're able to connect fully with the grand grand the grandeur of it all um and uh i, I and i'm half egyptian myself so wow it was a way to really have a way to connect with my ancestors, I guess. And so bringing all of these elements together through VR and virtually, and then being able to experience it over and over again. Um, I think that's one of my more exciting ones. And I'm really excited about the next series that is coming out uh, where we spent about two and a half months in Costa Rica and we went, basically throughout the whole country and we did something different this time where we brought in the people from the area to really give us their own sense of it uh, so part of the series we went to puerto viejo which is in the caribbean side where we meet up with a friend of mine pana who's jamaican um rastafarian uh, background so he gives us basically a guided tour of his neighborhoods of his shops what he likes to do he took us on tr uh, trips to the jungle and kayaking through the rivers and it's a very exciting uh, series i believe uh, where we also went to um, a rescue center where we saw how they're able to rehabilitate slots um, and so we interviewed the founder of the Jaguar Rescue Center, where she gives us um, insights as to the importance of helping to rescue some of these animals. Um, then we went up to Manuel Antonio, where we went through the national parks and the beach, and we caught some monkeys on film. 
so it was very exciting um, series that it's coming out now in a few months. Um, so that's definitely one of my favorite ones, and I'm really excited to to share that soon. Lovely. Yeah, look, look, looking forward to watch it. And how exciting is this? You know, I'm getting envious of you because you get to go all around the world and, and capture them and share it with so many people. You know, you are allowing so many others who would never get a chance to go to these places a peep into those places you know so i, I wish you the very best and keep on doing this and it's, thank you and, and you, you mentioned about egypt so i have never been in egypt and i have missed that experience i'm definitely going to catch it and i've always been fascinated by the uh, pyramid of giza because of, uh, as a child uh, i was fascinated by who kind of built it you know because that itself is a deep, uh, yeah. deep question i mean you know you could go back into history and and then there's this little alien connection going on over there so so it, it, it's an exciting space and i would i'm definitely gonna uh, catch it you are i mean the founder of work overview collective and when i was on site it says that it's got a couple of sub layers to you know what what you're doing is the green gen xr then stories x future and and then we spoke about escape now would you like to talk about green gen xr and what stories x future is all about sure yeah definitely um overview collective is our mantra is to bring big ideas down to earth and how we do that especially around sustainable uh, topics, sustainability, um, renewable energies, um, hackathons that explore ways that we can create uh, products or experiences to, to combat some of these challenges such as climate change. And so Overview Collective really, we strive to create these fun and engaging ways to connect people with these types of topics. Uh, and so we have a few pillars, which include, like I mentioned earlier, Green Gen XR, which use, utilizes immersive media to help train the next generation in these green jobs of the future. And how we do that is by giving them a glimpse in the day of a life of, let's say, a solar panel technician, a day in the life of a hydropower plant engineer or so, uh, I'm sorry, uh, wind power technician and giving them a sense of that's kind of their first step into what these jobs could look like and whether they can fill those same types of shoes as well in their own careers. Um, and that that takes them to the next level of then facilitating the training that you would need in order to get into those careers that you don't need a four or five year degree necessarily to do that. Um, and so part of that is utilizing these really great technology that it's VR to bring you and transport you to uh, a rig in the ocean where you see the wind and how it works and meeting people that uh, you feel like you could be yourself. Um, and then the other pillar is, yes, yeah, Stories Times Future, which is a hackathon, like I mentioned, that looks at ways to use, utilize products that will help combat climate change or offer people a new way to be sustainable in their own lives. And so we had successful hackathons, one in New York City in 2019, where we brought about 60 different people from all kinds of backgrounds, developers, creators, 
um, you know, marketing folks, uh, futurists, and we put them all in a room and we gave them prompts uh, through master classes. We had panels. We had a three-day weekend basically for participants to be able to then create their own product within a team. And it was very, very successful. And we brought um, companies such as Magic Leap uh, to give us some headsets that participants were able to prototype with, um, holograms, all kinds of things. And then we had another rendition of it after COVID, which was all virtual at that point, where we brought, I think it was about 100 people this time around. And we had to kind of pivot and figure out how to, to navigate the whole COVID situation. So being virtual um, wasn't just a new way of doing it. But again, it was very insightful for people to be able to come together in a way and still be creative and figure out ways that they can help the planet and the future generation uh, that's being affected by climate change. And then the other aspect is just our in immersive media production as well. That's kind of our bread and butter, being able to create different uh, VR experiences for brands um, that brands really that have a more sustainable focus to their to their business as well. And so being able to use VR to showcase uh, their brand story. Um, so we've worked with the Billion Oyster Project was one example where we followed some research associate technicians that work for Billion Oyster and some students that is part of that program where the main goal was to restore the oysters within the New York Harbor because oysters have a natural ability to be able to filter out pollutants. Uh, each oyster can filter out about 40 gallons of pollutants out of the water oh. each day. And so the New York Harbor over time has really become very, very toxic. Um, it's getting better now with all the different regulations and policies. But the Billion Oysters project main goal is to have a billion oysters within the harbor to be able to really facilitate cleaning out those toxins that have persisted over time. Um, and so we did a whole VR experience to kind of share, share that story. And then they were able to then utilize that uh, VR experiences at different donor events, at different exhibitions, science fairs to really help uh, share their story, but also get people involved within their mission as well, whether that's volunteers or other donors, those kinds of things. So, um, yeah, my wife and I have just been kind of steadily focused on that aspect of, of things on the sustainability side of it. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. How cool is that? You know, I mean, I, I love the fact that you are leveraging technology for good, you know, our world needs a course correction because you know the climate crisis is getting more and more serious but our, our constant urge to produce consume is is pushing the planet and we we need to create an economy where we don't just produce and consume but also look at conserving you know so we can mm -hmm. kind of create a, a, a circular economy and and, and i'm I'm glad that you 
as a content studio as a content creator are is leveraging technology to create and touch human lives and kind of you know make this planet better so wish you the very best you yeah. are also thank you yeah also i would I mean, say too that you know the the stories times future is in partnership with garage stories and we've had a great relationship with garage stories we're basically bringing these two elements together of design thinking from garage stories and then immersive technologies and that kind of thing but also i think there's also something about like tactile you know uh we did an escape room for example um and at governor's islands a few years ago where we basically took a lot of the initiatives that new york city was implementing for their climate resiliency and we made a game out of it and escape an escape room actually where people were able to try to figure out these clues such as you know water irrigation and putting different pipes together that would then help uh you know water some plants and then you had to figure out what the plants uh structure was that would help clean out certain elements out of the soil and that, so uh we really i think there's also something about being able to touch things too as well and uh that's one of our one of our most successful um experiences was an escape room that really looked at how sustainable initiatives can help uh clean up the the city you know you mentioned about touch feel you know and i think virtual reality is is growing exponentially it's kind of converging with all of these other technologies you know we talking about the metaverse because the metaverse is going to be a layer where the 5g ar vr mr iot uh, uh your artificial intelligence blockchain nfts it's all going to come together and xr itself there's so many interesting things happening which is kind of making the virtual more and more real you know you have the volumetric videos you have the haptic feedback and and you know exciting space how do you think advertising and marketing is going to benefit from this metaverse or or this full convergence of technology how is it going to be leveraged for storytelling yeah i mean it's i think a lot of uh companies are starting to understand that this is where the next step is leading to uh especially since covid we've all in a way are in a metaverse with zoom and other ways to connect with people that is not physical face to face anymore um i think the the most important aspect is going to be creating like activations within these spaces um especially you look at some case studies like um, samsung recently created a whole uh, metaverse store uh on in decentraland where users were able to walk through their virtual space and you're able to kind of play around with the virtual world in a much more playful and engaging way necessarily than it would be as a physical store where it's just very dry if you will um and Nike has some success you had see look at Gucci i mean a lot of 
these brands are starting to understand the the value that positioning themselves for the metaverse um, because i think also the, the and this is kind of true for vr the consumers are still catching up to what's available right so i mean even in the beginning with vr it was this hype i guess that oh my god everyone's gonna have a headset everyone's gonna be at home with their vr headsets look playing and walk walking through forests and fairies and you know games and all these things that didn't really transpire um so i think we still have to figure out ways to engage people right now and being able to position yourself for when people do come because i think even in the metaverse the 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 numbers aren't necessarily there and i think when you're looking at it from an advertising and marketing standpoint you want to make sure your the the roi that you're spending is actually going to equate into profits into new customers so i think a lot of i think a lot of brands can benefit from the brand awareness side of it so being able to get press and earned media that way so even though you know 10,000 people might go to that Samsung store they receive almost a billion impressions from the different articles that were written about having the metaverse store right so there's still some kind of value there for for companies and brands to to take advantage of and jump in um but if they're expecting it to necessarily turn into profits that will cover the cost of building out that metaverse that's still ways away um and i think you can benefit not just from activations but i think partnerships with different events that take place uh, a lot of concerts musicians are starting to find that space uh, as well so creating you know um like billboards or uh games that are connected to your brand around these different events is going to be a key aspect as well so i think cross collaboration is going to be very helpful in that sense yes it's very early stage of the metaverse there is some genuinely interesting startups entrepreneurs who are laying the building blocks of uh, or next computing platform because over the over the ages we have been restricted to a 2d platform you know and everything restricts us you know i mean from your mobiles to your computers to your television screens to your theaters to your print everything's 2 2d we experience life in 3d internet uh, web 3.0 is going to take us into that world now mm-hmm. the the push for us to move from this 2d medium to the 3d world i, I think we we've all kind of harbored that uh, that vision you know all of us who's been you know like the early movers you know we know that yeah. it is going to break out when that breaks out i mean it's 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 obviously i mean it, 
anybody's guess but you know there are some great movements and i hope that this full hype around and waiting for apple entering <laughs> and then maybe everybody will start <laughs> yeah. wearing uh, uh, glasses is, is a little far fetched and it's it's but you, you never know you know where 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 things pan out so i'm excited for the space now to my listeners you know the the, the those content creators or 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 startups who are vested in the content space content creation advertising or or films what would be your advice advice to them you know i mean definitely learning new skills i mean the web 3.0 like you mentioned web 3 is you know there's going to be a whole slew of things that we need to learn about we need to understand blockchain technology we need to understand I guess NFTs, <laughs> um, crypto currency, but that's going to be a whole ecosystem within Web three. So understanding the ability to facilitate those types of transactions, um, the gaming side of things, understanding how gaming is going to be such a key factor in in this next generation of the web. Um, so I would say just learn as much as possible. and continue learning and thinking big because sometimes we get caught up in just creating for the moment and i think by thinking bigger figuring out how the technology can evolve eventually positioning yourself for when things do catch up uh is going to be a very key element to to that type of content creation within this space um and i think like just being experimenting just being creative and experimenting and failing and failing and failing until you get it right um because that's just part of how you get it right you have to kind of stumble along the way um and i i think also like figuring out what value that is bringing to the audience and what value people need you know because yes apple can get into this game and then it changes a lot of things but people still aren't going to buy it if they don't have any value for it for their own purposes so it becomes a sense of what's in it why should the audience care about it why should it be immersive why should it be a vr thing you know all of those little questions that has to be asked prior to um but at the same time it's it's great to experiment and and use volumetric uh and and a lot of the the tech is really making our avatars look so realistic you know you look at unreal engine coming out with their updates to the software where it's literally a human person and you can barely tell the difference now when uh of an AI avatar. Um so and they and that all started with experimenting and thinking big and it's starting to catch up and I think as content creators we need to push the limits on what's possible and having tech companies being able to help facilitate that imagination and bring it to the next level. Um I mean I think that's that that's something that we all have to do as part of this space is we also have to constantly evolve and figure out what value we can bring to the world and what stories we can share that is going to 
create a change within people. You know, I, I, that's why sustainability and climate action is very important to to me and my wife and I created this company around it because we really believe in championing initiatives and stories that really showcase what's possible in the effort to combat climate change. And so I think thinking about those elements within the stories that really is going to create a better world, as cheesy as that sounds, but it's true. I think we all we need to start thinking about that aspect. How can we be better to one another? You know, how can we share stories about people who are doing amazing things and get inspired and then want to help them along that journey as well. So we're all in this together. And as a creator, I mean, today we're getting into a world where we're talking about creator's economy. Everybody is going to be enabled, you know, with the tools, you know, there's no code, low code tools. You mentioned about Unreal Engine, you know, we're getting into a world where we, we are creating lifelike avatars, the, the, the digital avatars. So, so, so as a creator, you don't need to be afraid of leveraging technology because we always have a block. But I think, you know, all of these tech tools are becoming more and more sim- simplified. So, so there is, yes, you need to be curious and you need to be evolving yourself continuously, be a lifelong learner and, and, and thinking big. I think that that's really, really important. Uh, your, your personal moonshot uh, and paint a picture of what the world is going to look like in the next 10 years? Well, we're all going to be in the metaverse because the earth is just crap at that point. <laughs> so we're going to be forced into a virtual world. <laughs> no, hopefully not. Uh, hopefully we still have a great world and everyone does their part to, to make it make it so. Um, but I think in 10 years, we're definitely going to be uh, much more virtual. Uh, you know, I think COVID really forced that in a lot of people to be able to be comfortable with the virtual world. Um, and so I think that's just gonna continue on and it's just gonna get more and more lifelike. It's, it's gonna be much more value that it brings to people's lives that you know they're busy, they're this, they're that. And so having this virtual uh, component will be very key to, to their own lives. Um, you know, I, I definitely think the blockchain technology is going to be a very key factor in our lives in 10 years. It's a decentralized way for any person to make money, possibly lose money, you know, but or create value that is concurrent with financial uh, economies that is an ecosystem within these virtual worlds. Um, so all of those elements are going to be very key. And I think, in, you know, it's hard to say, you know, I, I, I think I think a lot of it is going to come down to each and of each and of one of us that we're a creative bunch now, because like you mentioned, we have these tools, we have this technology. So more and more people are going to take the initiative to really push the limits on what's possible. And so who knows um, what can happen in 10 years? Uh, you know, I'm very excited to see that. Um, but I definitely think that there'll be a web five at that point. Um, and it's going to be holograms and, you know, uh, 
it's just going to be a very exciting time. And I think tr being able to still do 360 video travel <laughs> will be there, but then it'll be volumetric where you're able to really walk through these spaces and it's very lifelike and realistic. And so you don't necessarily have to travel as much because we're going to be able to bring people together in an environment that is conducive to inspiration and connectivity and learning from one another um, and just continually taking things to the next level. Lovely. Farik, really appreciate you taking time and being part of the show and sharing your insights and foresight. Yes, we're getting an exciting world, but we are also kind of laying the foundation of what could be the matrix, you know, the actual matrix. I hope that yeah. this digital world that we are building is human first and that can only happen if we all come together, be lifelong learners, ask deep questions, don't let the yes. the the big tech control you you know have a voice you know so and it's it's going to be a super ride for the content creator so really appreciate you taking time being part of the podcast so to my listeners if you like what you see in here then please press the subscribe button until next time see you guys bye bye thank you thank you Tarik. really appreciate this thank you